2: It's, so it's,
1: it's a very, very basic, basic conspiracy. conspiracy. I promise yes. this won't hurt at all. You laughed at me. I did. Sorry. The government is playing a game. They want to see if they can make people disappear. We will not be silenced. Okay. There are still so many unanswered questions about what's going on. I think it's funny that you're coming at me with three identifications and they're all clearly squirrels. <laughs> oh, he had sex with an owl. I had to maintain my dominance. I'm a regular Dan Rickles. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the TruthCast, that is True Revelations Uncovered Through Heroism Cast. I am Thomas Luge, and as always, I am here with my partner, Mr. Lutu Dickie Ricketts.
0: Oh, Thomas, I can't wait to get into this one. I think this may be my favorite episode
1: yet. Uh, yes, it seems like it's going to be a very exciting discussion today.
0: And thank you for letting me bring in a guest. I, I know that you were talking a little bit off mic about my credibility, but uh, I was at the local comic book store, Comic City, and... Uh, I, I met a fellow believer and I asked her to be on the show. And then I asked your permission and, uh, and you said yes. And she said yes. And, uh, now she's here and we're going to talk about something very near and dear to me.
1: Yes. We received full consent.
0: Please welcome to the truth cast. My new bestie, Yen Chit Woodwin.
2: Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me.
1: Hello, hello of course, of course. Hi, Ms.
2: Woodwind. How are you? Well, I'm well. It's a rainy day here. Uh, I'm I'm used to much sunnier weather, but uh, it, through my investigation, my investigation has led me here. She's so from I... California, Thomas. Hmm. <sighs> yes. Land of yoga and weed.
0: Oh, I don't have a lot of yoga because uh, I'm lactose intolerant, and uh, I tried the Danan yoga, but uh, it gave me awful times in the restrooms that's probably too much information yes i'm blowing
1: it in front of my new best friend it's okay dicky it's okay dicky i personally i i um prefer the page yoga the page page yoga do you mean faggy? oh is that what
0: hey hey you watch it with the name, calling. Like, you Sorry. may be my bestie, but he's my sensei, my yogi, my guru. He's the little chunky things in my boba tea. He's the uh, the pit inside my avocado. There I put it in California terms so you'd understand,
2: Ms. Woodwin. I do understand. And I'm wondering if maybe due to your lactose intolerancy, you might want to try goat yoga.
0: Hmm. Oh.
2: I understand you don't tolerate lactose. And as I also understand, neither do goats.
0: So. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to try some of this. Do they have that
2: at the Whole Foods? At the Half Foods, in fact. Oh,
0: at the Half Foods, that hasn't made its way east yet. That may just be a West Coast thing.
2: It will. It'll come. It'll. You have to put. You have to put a one hundred dollar bill to get a cart out, and then when you return oh. it, you get your one hundred dollar bill back.
0: Is there like a Trader Joe equivalent too?
2: Yes. Uh, there's uh, Merchant Sam. Merchant Sam. Mm-hmm. I found at Trader
0: Joe's they don't really operate on the bartering system, which is very uh, much misnomer
1: yes i i prefer actually to shop at uh exporter harry exporter harry yes yes oh the guy with the minivan uh, of course the one that sits at the end of my block right and he accepts doubloons. Mm, yes yes thomas where do you live again that is an undisclosed location nicky you know this
0: ms Woodwin. he won't tell me and he's my sensei we've been together for a year now you think you would give me a hint other than
1: roundabout? It's more so um, because we are broadcasting this on the internet, and um, I'm very, very sensitive about my uh, privacy, Dickie. Yeah, but I've
0: asked you off mic too, Thomas, so.
1: They are always listening, Dickie.
0: Oh, that's true. So we're going to talk about someone very near and dear to me, a great American hero, Mr. George Lucas,
2: who's from your hometown? Yes, George, uh, is is from near me. I live about three miles from the Skywalker Ranch compound. (gasps) I call it a compound for a very specific reason. Um, It is holed up as if one might call it a prison. Hmm. We don't have to get into it now. Uh, A prison
0: of ideas and greatness?
2: A prison of ideas, yes. Uh Uh-huh. Greatness, yes. Uh Uh-huh. And also aliens.
0: Hmm. The kind that uh, Donald Trump, and I say his name with the sneer, is trying to wall off away from us?
2: No, no, no. no. Uh, although there are a great deal, many walls at the Skywalker compound. Oh, that- you mean
0: Canadian aliens. Why would they be coming here? Canada seems like a much nicer place.
2: It is nicer there. They the, Most Canadians actually come through the Pacific Ocean. I don't know if you know that. They come around from Canada. They take the ocean way, and then they sneak in through Marin County. That isn't the problem mm-hmm. I'm talking about, though,
0: Dickie. Oh. Uh,
2: the problem I'm talking about- is the fact that George Lucas, although an ingenious creator, an inventive man, is holding captive on his compound, Jar Jar Binks.
1: Hmm. The
0: actor Ahmed Best? I'm sorry, a- actor. <laughs> yeah, who played him in the docudrama... Oh. Like, oh, I no, I know no. I'm not dumb. I know that the prequels are based on true stories and a warning to not have celebrity politicians, which is why we have, again, with proper sneer, Donald Trump in the White House, because we didn't heed Mr. Lucas's warning about celebrity politicians. So that's why he created the character of Jar Jar Banks. But it wait, what's that look?
2: I know you think he created it. However, such an ingenious brilliant insightful creation from an earthling is it think of think of an alien right now make up an alien in your head uh et okay not not one that's already been like think of your wildest dreams and imagination couldn't come up with a character.
1: Mac from Mac and Me. Roger from American Dad.
2: Okay, you're more you're more citing uh other creations of Paul aliens.
1: from the documentary Paul.
2: Again, uh already 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 cre- an already created one. Uh the
1: alien that ate the black goo at the beginning of Prometheus.
2: Sure. Yeah. Also real, in fact. It's funny you should bring him up. Also real, because George Lucas and Ridley Scott, in fact, don't care for each other mm. because they both have Captured their own aliens,
1: and they are competing to enslave these aliens for the purpose of making docu series.
2: Docu series is a bit of a stretch because it is essentially an anti George R. Binks race and an anti that one who ate the black goo at the beginning of Prometheus race. It's propaganda Mm. essentially. They're creating these films to send back to their home planets to say, "See, look at the bad things they're up to." Mm. (gasps) George R. Binks. The Sith Lord, we 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 don't know, we don't know. He, not the real one, not the real one. And I say Jar Jar Binks, uh, and his, his actual the 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 race of aliens that Jar Jar Binks comes from is uh, act- Gungans. You think you think it's Gungans, but it's actually it's actually Nungans, and.
0: Oh, classic Lucas, changing letters around. Classic mm, yes, Lucas. Yes. And if we
1: and if we go by the rules of uh, grammar, you must move the G sound from the beginning to the end. Oh yeah. Yes, yes.
0: So it wouldn't it be nungans. It would be. Help me out with this one, Thomas. It'd be nun- nuns. Nuns? How is the Catholic Church involved with this, Ms. Woodwin?
2: Picture this. Picture a nun.
0: Do I need to close my eyes? I picture better picture, with my close eyes closed. Close one of your
2: eyes. Okay. Now think of a nun. Okay. I Think of the I have general a lot sh-
0: easier time closing my right eye. When I try to just close my left eye, it looks like I'm stroking out. I call that the TLC effect. When my left eye doesn't want to. Too soon. You just gave me another look.
2: <laughs> I wondered why you brought matches into this meeting. I. Oh. Okay. Think of a nun. Think of it, a general nun silhouette. Um. Wh- a Whoopi, if you will.
1: Whoopi, Goldberg from Sister Act. No, no, no.
2: I'm not. I, this Field. is it. okay. No, no, we're not naming nuns oh. at this point. What we're doing is we're just picturing. We're picturing the general shape of a nun. Okay. Think about specifically the habit. The hobbit? Think no, no. Um, like the habit, a nun's habit mm. that they have on their head. Think about the way it hangs off their head. Do you see where I'm going? It's a bit floppy to the side, both sides. I think she's sides. talking about
0: how a lot of nuns are alcoholics and mm. they have a habit of... Mm. Because, unfortunately, it goes undiagnosed within the Catholic Church. A lot of addiction, eating disorders, mm.
1: and uh, alcoholism. Is this why the nuns wear those hard hats with the beer cans and the straws? You're confusing nuns and frat boys again,
0: Thomas. Mm.
2: Simple mistake. Simple mistake. Okay, the shape of a nun. You think about the habit; it hangs down, flows in the shoulders, much like if we were to look at a certain character's. Charger g- Bink's ears. penis.
0: Oh, his ears too. Yeah, his ears, his ears. His penis has only been seen in the fan fiction I've drawn. I've been drawn too. I've heard about. I yeah,
2: his ears. Would you mind describing Charger's penis for us? Okay, you know how like. When Jar Jar and I just—I'm sorry to sidebar for a moment. In this fan fiction that you've witnessed or bore witness to, let's say,
0: yes, ma'am, who
2: is engaged with Jar Jar Binks?
0: I'd rather not say. Is it you? Like imagine me, but imagine me wearing Wicket the Ewok's headdress. Then yeah, kind of. So like Wicket,
2: only slightly less furry. And and you're getting railed by Jar Jar Binks.
0: Yes, ma'am. It's the truth, Cass Thomas. I'm not allowed to lie. You're just glaring at me at this point. You're red with anger. I'm assuming.
2: Absolutely being torn apart. Yes, ma'am. By one. By one Jar Jar Binks's wiener.
0: Yep. And you know how, like when he got hit by the electrical things in the in the pod racer and his tongue just stuck out, it's like a prehensile penis where it's like he's uncircumcised, and that's sort of like the general shape of his face. but his tongue sticking out is like his little red rocket and his balls are just like the floppy ears behind. It's a uh,
2: does he enjoy electroshock play? Oh not to give you any idea does
0: anyone have a box of crayons i may borrow
1: yes here you go dickie
0: oh great i'm just gonna be over here doodling but i'm paying 100 percent attention
1: i'm sorry miss uh Yin yen, yen Chit Woodwin. um we we interrupted you um please please continue please continue
0: um yes The i'm gonna be dressed like a nun in this one too can i borrow
2: a black crayon
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I, I took that one out earlier. You Here you go. From the
2: primary colors again. What do you mix to make purple?
1: To make purple?
0: Mm-hmm. Red and blue. I know my colors. I'm 12 years old. I'm a leap year baby. I was born May 29th, 1972. February 29th. I, February 20. I'm sorry. I'm excited at the prospect of drawing this picture.
2: You're really careening away on that picture. I know. There's smoke emanating from the crayons. You're I, coloring so hard. I, I know. I'm trying not to color too hard because I
0: find I snap crayons in half. You guys have a look of pity in your eyes right now. I feel like something's gone way over my head.
2: At any rate, you keep coloring. Oh, it's come that mm, the shading. I know, I'm very good. It's such a large shadow. His penis casts. <laughs> it's such a large shadow. His and, penis casts,
1: and so crinkly.
2: It's going to be like a uh, consecutive art. I,
0: th- I think I used the wrong word there, but uh, so this is sort of like the before. I'm going to draw a during and an after. You guys just wait
2: and you appear to be just
0: saluting saluting his penis Well his tongue's only sticking out a little bit you just wait till you know we're at full mast and uh, I'm gonna be more than saluting
2: I'm I would be remiss were I not to ask are you sexually attracted to nuns to nuns or onion yes. onions onions? <laughs>
0: I feel like you've asked me three questions. Yes. Uh, nuns, the answers nungs, and Onions. The answers are in no particular order. Yes, yes, and yes. I'm going to write
2: that down and match them up real quick. Okay. So what I'm, what I'm getting here is that you did say yes to being attracted to nuns. Yes. And that's good because yes. what I've come here to tell you about is the Jar-Jar nuns. Jar wants to meet me. <laughs> we don't know, Dickie. We don't know. I'm getting a small group of people together. We're calling ourselves, loosely for now, the Rebellion. And (sighs) our plan is to break into the Skywalker compound and search for, in fact, that captured (coughs) that George Lucas is holding within the cellars of the Skywalker. You think the Skywalker compound is just hills and a bunch of Star Wars paraphernalia, but it's not. It's also a prison system. Hmm. I have a question. Uh, i have an answer
0: did carrie fisher know about this what do you think i don't see how she could because carrie fisher is a truth teller she's one of the original truth tellers and i think she'd want
1: this information out is this possibly the way carrie fisher actually passed away
0: you watch your mouth she was more than just an author a wordsmith A hero to
2: millions. Broadway star. Broadway star. Stage, film, and screen, and moving pictures, and also the talkies.
1: She was what we call in the business a jack of all trades. Well, yes, this is what I'm getting at. Was she maybe involved in some sort of rescue mission to spring Jar Jar from this complex?
0: No, I think she did ecstasy. And it had a bad effect on her when she got on an aeroplane. I think it was an unfortunate thing, but I appreciate where you're going with that. Carrie Fisher could not be brought down by man. Please, Thomas, if you've learned one thing from spending hours with me in the car, not going anywhere because I'm not allowed to drive, I think you would know how I feel about Carrie
1: Fisher. Well, I'm sorry, Dickie. Sometimes it is difficult to hear you through the burlap sack I make you wear
2: over your face.
0: Point taken. My bad. So the rebellion. This is sort of like the Area Fifty One thing. Instead of storming that,
2: we're storming the Skywalker compound. And our,
0: I'm in. Can I be invited? I just invited myself. I'm so sorry. That is so rude of me. I need to I'm see in. your
2: finished pictures.
0: Oh, okay. I'll keep doodling to decide
2: whether or not. I I think you're probably worthy. I think you can probably. Here's the deal. Our leader um, is is an individual named Debbie Reynolds. And wait, different one.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh. Thank you for clearing that up. Oh. Oh, I thought there was a bigger mystery at play here. I watched the documentary on Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds, and the way they interacted was not completely unlike uh, my aunt and her friend, Carol. So I had a, a feeling that maybe Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds got too close to the truth, and they were hiding undercover in the Midwest as everyone's gay aunts. But you are confirming that they are both, in fact, unfortunately, deceased.
2: They they are both, in fact, deceased. However, it is a hologram of Debbie Reynolds that is leading us. She programmed, (gasps) before she died, she programmed specific instructions on how to storm the Skywalker Ranch, how to get in through the tunnels. There's three tunnels that lead into Skywalker Ranch. One is from inside a Whole Foods. The other is um, unknown. And the third actually is from, uh, I'm sorry, the second one is actually from Disneyland. The third from Disney World. So (gasps) our plan. Plan. And this is no one's going to hear. I can tell you this in confidence, right?
0: I mean, of course, we do have quite a following. So, but all of our
1: listeners are heroic and very honorable. Yes, but we've double encrypted all of our episodes,
0: and a good chunk of them live in Australia, and it's very hard to get a plane ticket from Australia to the United States. True, very true.
2: So, I, I feel comfortable telling you that we're going in through Disney World. We're going to enter the Disney World tunnels via uh, Epcot's uh, Big Dome circle thing. Okay,
0: wait, so Disney World's the one in Florida. Disney World is the one in
2: Florida. It seems like a long trip. It seems like a long trip, but once we get underground in the tunnels, it's basically just like a road trip.
1: Now, is this maybe uh, the, the ploy behind Elon Musk's underground tunnels? Um, is he maybe secretly building a, uh, a bullet train from these sites to the Skywalker complex to maybe save Jar Jar?
2: He absolutely is. Thank you for mm. bringing that up. Uh, he is our shadow investor. Uh, oh, mr musk uh or should i say uh mr grimes is in fact uh funding this mission and unfortunately we were set to drive the tesla trucks however due to the potential cave-in from the tunnels we don't feel comfortable enough inside them because clearly their windows oh not strong enough
0: hmm. i have two follow-up questions that are equally as good as Thomas's. the second one okay the second oh um I like the first one more, but okay. The second one was uh, the Florida Tunnels, them Gators in them tunnels.
2: Them Gators are in them tunnels. Oh, no. That football team, the Florida Gators will be in the tunnels with us. They're going to be the front. They're going to be the first across the line. I have a
0: follow-up question. Absolutely. I'm, can no, I? I don't
2: want to hear it. You just... Oh,
1: you're acknowledging that I had a fall. Oh, Thomas, I you think it's your turn then. Know. I did. Will this affect their eligibility in the next upcoming football season?
2: Participating in the storm of Skywalker Ranch actually doesn't negatively affect them. However, we will be filling their bodies with uh, grade A cocaine. <laughs> and that I believe that might affect their eligibility to play next mm. season. Your follow up question.
0: I still have my first question and my follow up question. I want you guys to know in the second picture, that's drool coming off of Jar Jar's tongue. That's nothing else. It will be something else in the third picture, but just so can I use a blue crayon to make it look more like water?
1: Oh, yes. I'm sorry. I took that one out as well. Here you okay. go, Dickie.
0: They don't taste like blueberries. Um, so a few things do. Exactly. My very first question was the holographic message from Debbie Reynolds. Did it start with her in like a little white rub going, "Help me, Yinchit, Woodwin.
2: You're my only hope. Help me Yenchit, Woodwin. You're my only hope. The entire message was just that, in fact. And so what I have extrapolated, because I know Debbie in my heart, I I feel her in my soul. I never met her, mostly because of what the court ordered, but I know what she wanted. And she wanted us to enter the tunnels through that Epcot circly dome thing and get down in there, pump up the Florida Gators with a fuckload of cocaine.
0: You're getting emotional about this. I just you're gonna be. You're gonna be successful.
2: I'm so frightened.
0: Don't be scared.
2: What if we can't get Georgia out? You will. What if we can't? And if my
0: drawings are good enough, we will. Does this look more like drool now?
2: Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. But it's also he's also drooling some, into my butthole. I thought I saw that. Yeah, yeah it's nature's lube. It is drool yeah. is nature's lube. Yep. <laughs> now, my last
0: question may be very important to the success of your mission. Absolutely. Okay. The Florida Gators. Mm-hmm. Now, on football... What is a down? Do you mean a bottom? No, I know what bottoms are because we spent time in prison, but like a down, you know how they go like first in 19 downs or something like that. And then like, for some reason, the people in the other costumes start running or kicking the balls. Like sometimes they go one way and sometimes they're like, kick the balls. And then other times they're like, run with the balls. And then like, I don't know, they start talking about downs and then they, the Fellas in the other costumes start going the other directions. And it seems like it's easier if you just kick the balls because the other the other fellas can't get the balls.
1: <laughs> yes, it's imperative to keep the balls away from the other team.
2: And all of the all of the Florida Gators we've recruited are, in fact, balls kicking professionals, which we will use to our advantage once once we make it the, those one thousand five hundred and forty six miles from Orlando, Florida, to Marin County, California, and we enter the Skywalker compound.
0: How many miles did you say that was? Again?
2: I believe I said 1,574. Is
0: that your final answer?
2: I think it's probably more. High. So
0: we're not going the whole way. We're going like most of the way.
1: Well, yes, there's a portal that you pick up in Kansas that materializes you in the ranch.
0: Oh, I was going to say, because it's Did you not know about the portal? I did not know about the portal, because it's like 2,200 miles from here to California. So I figured Florida- to Like we're going from one corner to the other I'm, I didn't know about the portal I'm sorry guys
2: it, it is it is only because of the portal And I'm sorry that I forgot to mention that I just uh, assumed That's how they in fact got all of the spaceships From the Skywalker compound To uh, Disney World's Hollywood Studios They sent oh. it through the portal and we will pick up a great deal of speed once we come out of the portal. It's a it's a bit of a springboard situation, and I'll be honest. That's why we have the Florida Gators is because they are going. They are the best defensive line and balls kickers that have ever existed. And we know that once we through the portal, they'll be able to catch us and block our falls.
0: What sound does that portal make again? That sounds sort of like the little uh, darts that shot at Indiana Jones at the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Are there booby also, traps? We have- <laughs> wait, wait. You have Indi- the Indiana Jones or Harrison Ford?
2: The Indiana Jones.
0: Okay. Because I was going to say, hopefully Harrison Ford is not flying for this mission because he is not very good at that.
2: No, no. he's We we ensured that his pilot license was, in fact, taken away before the date of our Skywalker attack.
0: Oh, Ally McBeal must be very happy about that. Because he he landed on a golf course once. How do you mistake a golf course for a runway?
2: Did he really? He
0: did. The Santa Monica. He almost landed on another airplane. And not like a small airplane, like a big passenger plane. Are
2: we certain that he wasn't trying to hide the Millennium Falcon on the bottom of the Oh, Imperial no, he Star was Destroyer?
0: stoned. He was very, very stoned. Very clearly. I think it was probably the same strain of marijuana he smoked when he got that earring at 60-some years old. Yeah, it makes you look really young. Mm-hmm. I mean, mad props to Harrison Ford. I'm going to do a bonus fourth picture,
2: like the after. That third one is harrowing. I'll be honest. It's yes. a staggeringly, staggeringly detailed close-up image. Do of, I look like I'm enjoying it, though? I can't see. Your, is your is that your face? Fi- yeah because of the forced dimensions i can barely see your face in the back what's up cl- it's it's a forced perspective image for those listening um and the furthest the furthest no, that's closest his real proportion. To- that's how big it is and that's that's it- why he was
0: clumsy because mostly in his pant legs was just you know floppy ear like nuts
1: yes and he didn't have any type of counterweight
0: no if he had had a tail, his dexterity would have been greatly improved. Next one's the fourth one's going to be him just blowing it in my face and then punching me to give me a strawberry shortcake. That's what they call that.
2: That's a sign and Would of- you mind actually going back into the original three and just adding unnecessary bullshit to them? Like literal, like bullshit. Please, I, I like think, think we I think in- that first one would be greatly improved by just uh, just a heaping steaming, crispy pile of bullshit. Like if he was bending me over a manure pile. Absolutely.
1: Hot. And and I think the shovel should
2: be in your hand as though he did force you to create your own pile into which you would be. Ms. Woodward, I like the way you think. (laughs) Thomas, may I borrow the brown cran?
1: Yes, of course. Here you go, Dickie. They don't taste like chocolate.
2: They do taste like shit. <laughs> oh, they do.
1: Especially the pocket that Thomas was holding it in.
2: Nature's pocket.
1: <laughs> I was keeping it warm for you, Dickie. It's a little back pocket. It's like a kangaroo. A
2: backwards, a backwards kangaroo. You have a whole, all 64 Crayola colors in there? Well, they've all become one color because of the heat, I believe.
1: I typically hold the markers back there uh to keep them nice and um, moist. The, the crayons tended to, to melt, so I try Thomas. not to keep them. Them up there for two dollars. Thomas,
0: don't say moist on the podcast. It's a very crass word. We don't want to turn audiences off with graphic words like the M word. Come on, Thomas. Keep it clean.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. uh, uh It keeps them. I apologize them- for him.
2: I it, it- will it- forgive him if you give Dickie a marker. Oh,
0: I, w- I was hoping she'd say kiss. <laughs> I guess I'll take a marker.
2: That's what we call a kiss in Marin. Isn't that right? Oh, the old maroon marker.
0: <laughs> I think that's like a kiss with a hickey. Get uh, in there, Thomas.
2: Okay, right here Underneath
0: we, the beard. Here we go. Yeah. You suck that. Suck that blood to the surface, Thomas. You leave. Give me the old Marin marker. Yeah. All right, that's starting to hurt, Thomas. That's
1: starting to hurt, Thomas. You're not a vampire. Jeez, Thomas. I'm sorry, Dickie. I got I I got a little, little bit out of control.
0: You start saying words like moist, and now you get all. Uh, uh, I've never been so embarrassed in my life, Thomas. Shame on you. Apologize.
1: Uh, I, I'm sorry, uh Miss Miss Yenchit. Uh, I lost a little. Yenchit is
2: my first name. <laughs> Uh, woodwin is in fact my last name
1: okay um i'm sorry what am i a samurai i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry miss Yenchit, miss woodwin um i lost a little control there uh it's been a long time since i've felt human touch
0: i'm not a barn owl settle yourselves down can i go on the mission with you you may
2: (gasps) road trip yeah. <gasps> oh. <smakes sound> help me in shit Whitwood you're my only hope help me in shit Whitwood you're my only hope you're my only hope she sings at the end there did you know wow one? that was a podcast exclusive
0: <laughs> you were like a real Herbie Hancock earlier there making those sounds with your mouth or am I thinking Bobby McFerrin I feel like it's very racist that I don't know the difference. Hey, Herbie Hancock did the song XLF. F. I meant Bobby McFerrin. I'm not going to edit that out because I believe in truth.
2: Herbie. Herbie. <laughs>
0: You're upset with me now. I can
2: tell. Herbie was going to be on our mission. <gasps> no. It's you or Herbie. Oh. Here what? is a blaster. This Herbie, is- can you come in, please?
0: This is a real Sophie's choice. I promised someone we wouldn't murder anyone else on the podcast, but damn it, if right now I don't want to murder Herbie Hancock.
1: Dickie, this is for a good cause. I
0: can't
2: do it. Very well, Herbie, you may go.
0: Ms. Woodwin, will you report back to us someday after your mission?
2: If we survive, we'll report back. And I will bring to you. I will bring to you the Captured. Hot.
0: <gasps> can, can I get your digits on the podcast?
2: Sure. They okay. They are four, five, a six, seven. Okay. Nine, three, two. Okay. Uh, two. Dude, that's a two.
0: More twos. Nine, three, two 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 four. five Okay. Thank you. Oh, four. Oh, you have one of those phone numbers with bonus numbers in it
2: yeah it spells out uh, go you go all right well I, I met a friend
0: i got a marin marker from my guru and i i drew some fan art i think i'm gonna put this episode up in the win category
2: it's been such a pleasure please 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 donate to your uh local lightsaber bank
0: I belong to Let's a lightsaber edit credit out. That union. That
2: stupid. I thought I'd be funny along with you. And there are no lights. There's no lightsabers. There, Mungs are real, though.
0: This isn't a comedy podcast. We don't believe in I comedy.
2: I wanted to add some levity. I thought no. I mean, we did threaten oh, the life of God. Herbie Hancock a moment ago. And I thought that maybe we'd bring the crowd.
0: I would never, ever hurt him. Uh, and we don't believe in comedy. We think comedy is the lowest form of entertainment. Although, pre-prison, I, I was taking uh, stand-up classes And I was a real uh, Guilford Gottlieb, but Thomas has asked me to not do that anymore.
1: Yes, we we must remain focused on the truth, Dickie. Prior to
2: that, I was a real Dan Rickles, but I felt that was very mean. I don't mean to belabor any points or or elongate this, such as is Jar Jar Binks' P. Niles in that picture. However, would you mind telling your version of The Aristocrats? Sure this will uh, be on patreon for <laughs> all right
0: so uh thomas and i go into a, a talent office and the uh the talent office says uh uh what are you guys and we said who are you guys
2: uh, i'll be the talent. okay
0: guys. and we go who are uh, you guys we're podcasters and uh the talent agent is like I- i'm not in the market for podcasters i'm not
2: in the market for podcasters.
0: he's like are you dax Shepherd?" maybe i'll or conan o'brien i'd be into your podcast then but you guys are just a couple of heroic podcasters from michigan what am i going to do with that and uh and then i said well you've never seen our podcast and uh and then he was like podcasts are an audio medium and i was like yeah but check out how visual this is and then thomas and i undress And I start playing with Thomas's fourth nipple, which is the one that gives him the psychic power. And I'm just sucking on it, and it's getting longer and harder. And then this milky fluid just starts coming out, and it shoots me in the eye, and my eye gets dried out. And then Thomas takes his uncircumcised penis, and he peels back the foreskin, and he starts drilling me in my dead eye. And he's skull-fucking me while making eye contact with the talent agent, and the talent agent can't say a word and then thomas just kind of does the thing where he points to his eyes and then points to the talent agent and blows him a kiss and then uh thomas finishes in my face and then pulls me up and uh gives me what i think at first is going to be a maroon marker but ends up slurping his own semen out of my eye socket and uh the talent agent comes. <laughs> where are you guys going i've just started guys come back Well, this has been the TruthCast. I guess I'll finish the story on my own time. Thanks for listening. Good luck, Yanchit Woodwin. May your mission be a success.
2: Thank you for listening to the TruthCast. You can send questions, topic suggestions, or comments to Thomas at TrueHeroes053 at gmail.com or to Dicky at LittleDickR at gmail.com. Please please, rate.
0: I would tell you to like and subscribe to the podcast, but I've already hacked into your computers and done it for you. Yen Chit Woodwin was played by Whitney Chitwood. Her album, The Bakery Case, is available now. Not only was it a number one comedy album on both iTunes and Amazon, but it also hit the top 10 on Billboard. I think she is absolutely the best, but don't just take my word for it. Household name comedians like Greg Barrent, Maria Bamford, and Eddie Pepitone have all raved about Whitney. She's one of my favorite comedians. We did an alt show together in LA, and just right away, I was like, oh my God, this is someone I want to follow her career. When she came to Detroit, I was so glad that she squeezed us in. Please, please, please check her out. Go to WhitneyChitwood.com and find out when she's going to be performing near you. Thank you so much, Whitney, for doing this. I also feel kind of weird that Alex and I have not addressed the coronavirus. I had hernia surgery, so I would have something to do while I was recuperating. We recorded a lot of episodes in advance. I'm so touched that we have a global audience. I don't think by any stretch of the imagination what we are doing here is important at all. But I know we have listeners in Italy and Spain where things are even worse than they are here. And I hope that our listeners are finding this to be some sort of outlet or moment of joy during this global time of uncertainty and scariness without hyperbole. Not a day goes by that I don't Think about the fact that you've chosen to spend a half hour with us every week to give you some sort of levity and I appreciate that more than me fumbling over words right now could ever possibly express